Hello and welcome to Print Matters, a Canon podcast, where we explore advice, insights and inspiration from industry thought leaders in print and communications. I'm Jackie Hobson and for this episode I'm joined by Neil Hoban from Customer Connect. Hi Neil. Hi Jackie. Neil, thanks for being with us. I'm looking forward to hearing how you're finding the current business climate, where there are opportunities and any challenges you're facing. But firstly, could you bring us up to speed with what it is that Customer Connect does, for whom, and what your role in all of this is, please? Yeah, certainly. Um, Customer Connect is one of the UK's leading full-service customer communications business. We integrate traditional and digital communication solutions across a range of services, such as digital engagement, managed services, fulfillment, and distribution and postal optimization. Previously, we were named Metro Mail. We've rebranded with a focus on delivering excellence through both existing and new innovative solutions. There are a range of ways a business wants to communicate with its customers. We facilitate this, be it via a paper-based solution, an electronic solution, or a combination of both. We specialize in a range of sectors, including retail, travel and leisure, financial services, and the public sector. So my role as financial and commercial director has various responsibilities. Firstly, as a chartered accountant by trade, I control the finance function. This is vital as the future success of any business is built on strong and secure financial foundations. We have those. But aside from this, I get actively involved in customer connect relationships with both existing clients and prospects, looking to ensure we are providing a market-leading service offering that is in line with our culture, ensure we are delivering excellence at all times. We're very fortunate in that we have a lot of long-standing close relationships with customers who we consider to be partners, and I spend a lot of time making sure that we are, we are providing a gold-plated service that allows these businesses to grow and evolve in line with their needs. I also spend time with our OEM providers monitoring new product offerings and ideas that they might have for the industry. We are very lucky at Customer Connect and we have great OEM providers. Canon are a great example of this. The relationship is so much more than that of a seller who turns up every five years to sell a print box. We have regular meetings and training sessions where we discuss the benefits of print as part of the wider marketing mix, as well as reviews of market trends and new issues arising within the industry. So as you can see, it's quite a wide range and role rather than just doing the bin counting. Yeah, completely. Understatement. I mean, that also sounds pretty interest, interesting and definitely not without its challenges. I have to say, I do really like the new name. I like this customer connect, but I guess lots of people. Yeah. They're still going to remember you as Metro Mail, aren't they? So um, we know that our industry, so our industry being print, has got its own specific issues. But I mean, it's fair to say, isn't it, that post-COVID, all businesses have been facing something of a, a perfect storm with spiralling costs, the supply chain problems, et cetera, et cetera. I'm keen to focus today, Neil, on uh, the recruitment and retention of what we're calling talent. So good people, employees. Can you tell me what does the Customer Connect team look like? So how many people, et cetera, how many people do you employ? Yeah, I certainly can. And you're certainly correct, Jackie, that there's been a perfect storm of issues since covid particularly within our industry, it's suffered several hits. And don't forget, it's generally a mature low-margin industry. So electricity costs more than doubled, paper more than doubled, wage expect- expectation increased, and on the customer's side, nervous businesses look more cautiously at marketing budgets. Other than that, it was all fine, I suppose. The Customer Connect team here is a warm and friendly team of around 105 full-time employees. 
We're very fortunate in that we have a loyal, long-standing work, workforce. Often several members of the same family work here together. You often find that if someone recommends a friend or family member, then that is the best way of getting a promising new recruit. Since COVID, we have seen new ways of working and, co and combining a healthier work-life balance. Some staff work from home. We've adopted a flexible working model and more meetings are held on teams to reduce the time spent traveling to and from meetings. Although it must be said, we still do like face-to-face -face meetings in the more traditional sense. Our business model requires all operational staff to be fully trained on a variety of machinery. And we do this via both formal training days with machinery providers and also on-the-job training for more experienced operators. We also actively encourage our staff to become fire marshals and first aiders as a general approach to personal development. You often find that those staff who are keen to put themselves forward can become the next generation of leaders. We've found apprenticeship schemes to be an excellent way of developing staff, and I strongly recommend these for every business. Also, in key areas, we look to employ or train to professionally recognised qualifications that they can range from HND in electrical or mechanical engineering, Institute of Leadership and Management courses, BSI, Auditor Accreditation, CIPD, NEBOSH, Bachelor's and Master's degrees in areas such as HR, IT, Business and Marketing. This industry can offer so many opportunities for personal development. I find that staff who have a willingness to learn and develop provide an environment and culture in which no problem cannot be resolved. It also gives them a comfort in operating within our continuous improvement environment. And finally, I think it's worth mentioning, we also work with Project Choice Health Education England. Did you know, Jai, that less than 5% of people with a learning disability and or autism who are known to the local authorities go on to secure paid employment compared to 80% of their peers? But well, we're here at Customer Connector proud to work with them to find roles that suit. Often you find a little care and attention at the start of a young person's career can kickstart a fulfilling and valuable working life. It's also massively rewarding for our staff and the support they give to new project choice entrants is absolutely wonderful. Oh, that sounds great. And actually, no, I didn't know about those figures and I didn't know about the, uh, that initiative either. So, and it, it seems generally that you have a real, a real focus on, on training, which is, which is lovely to hear. Um, and obviously, if you're training people, you know, you want to, you're getting the best out of them, they're getting the best out of themselves and, and you're getting the best out of them too. So if you're looking to build on this team, then, Neil, how easy is that for you in, to recruit good people in your part of the world? I know you're in, you're in the northeast of England, aren't you? Yeah, well, availability of staff is challenging, but it's OK. You've got to remember, we have some large employers such as Nissan and Caterpillar in the local area. So they provide competition. But all that does is just makes us work harder to be competitive in all areas that would make someone want to work here with us at Customer Connect. The North East has always produced very loyal and committed staff. If we look after them, they will look after us. If someone comes to Customer Connect, we usually find they stay for a very long period of time. We find people through a number of sources, such as word of mouth, family referral, agencies, offering temp to perm roles, where both parties can see if a particular role is suitable, and targeted recruitment for specialist roles. With digital advancements and the rise of working from home capabilities, we're also able to expand our team geographically, with, for example, a key account manager and a category lead on printing services, both working remotely, and they're both based in the South. Mm. Also, with our team dynamic, it ensures a seamless and collaborative online environment where the remote colleagues are fully supported and can still provide the top quality service to our customers that they demand, despite being based elsewhere. 
Great. So that sounds like you've got really creative. And actually, yeah, if people are working remotely, it doesn't matter whether they're five minutes away or five hours away, does it really? But this, the recruitment problem that, we're, that we keep hearing about, I guess in an ideal world, one of the best ways to counter that is just to hang on to those people you've got, isn't it? You know, the, the retention is important. And that's something that you're, that you're focusing on as well, is it, Neil? Well, finding good people is tough for any business, but it's not impossible. I think it's perhaps tougher to find the right people, i.e. a person who will culturally fit in with Customer Connect or indeed your own organisation. A lot of people are great, but if they're in an environment that does not suit them, it just leads to stresses and strains, and ultimately that individual will not realise the potential. We all like to feel like we're contributing. We focus So here at Customer Connect, we focus a lot of attention when recruiting and making sure a candidate knows exactly how we operate from a cultural point of view. We're very honest and we explain everything as best we can. A candidate should be in no doubt about what we are and how we behave before they decide to join us. We always remember that an interview is very much a two-way process. They're interviewing us as much as they're interviewing as we're interviewing them now. Yeah, I mean, you're not doing yourself any favours if you just sell a job for for something that it's not, is it? For the for the candidate to join and think this isn't what I signed up for. That's quite right. Yes, you just raise their expectations and, and, and it'll, it'll disappoint them in the end and you'll end up losing them. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very important to be clear what you're offering and clear that they fully understand what you're offering. And, and by doing that, you'll get the right, right candidate first time. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. So it sounds like a great place to work. Um, some fantastic initiatives. And obviously, these don't come without cost to the business. But I guess, you know, the right recruitment is better than having to pay for additional recruitment because we know what a huge, huge burden that can be, particularly if you're using agencies. So while we're on the subject of costs and and money, Neil, payment plans and packages are obviously part of this recruitment retention jigsaw, aren't they? That's right. And um, we are very lucky here at Customer Connect that we have a very strong workplace culture and low employee turnover. And we do that by aiming to um, involve the employees in more than just their everyday roles and responsibilities. And the various ways we do this to demonstrate our willingness to invest in our staff. So here's a, here's a few examples. First and foremost, there's, there's some financial benefits. There's obviously a, we offer an excellent pension scheme. A high company contribution alongside individual contributions can provide excellent benefit alongside the basic salary. Um, the pension comes with a strong life colour policy. Again, it provides comfort to staff, albeit one that they hopefully will never need to access. But then we do other things. So we have volunteer days. So all staff here are able to get a paid volunteer day every year. And they can use this to help with a local charity or foundation, perhaps one that's close to their heart, or impacts on them on a personal level. This can also support the local community. For example, towards the end of last year, our colleagues used their paid volunteer days to help at Peter Lee Pathways Centre for adults with disabilities, and the intention was to refurbish the garden. It was a task that the centre could not get done due to financial restraints, whereas our skilled staff were able to step in and provide a solution very rewarding for both parties. Staff can also buy additional holidays, benefit from a cycle-to-work scheme, and get a range of other discounts and benefits using our online portal for things such as eye tests, your weekly food shopping, and salary sacrifice car purchases. All of them provide real cash benefit that our staff value. We focus a lot of time and effort on having open and transparent communication with staff. We have an, an anonymous Ask Tim website where staff can ask our CEO, Tim Smith, any question they want on any topic. And it's a great mechanism for fixing issues that are frustrating someone. 
We also have a thank you and reward card system where staff can say thanks or request recognition for someone who's performed exceptionally well in delivering excellence. This system offers rewards and either vouchers or even a night out where staff can take their loved ones out for a celebratory meal to recognise what they've done. There's also other areas. We offer free electric charging points to all our staff. That's a way of recognising the importance we place on our environmental credentials, as well as encouraging staff to make the switch to electric cars. As I touched on previously, we look to engage and involve our staff in everything. We have an energy reduction committee, a people committee, a health and safety committee. Staff all have a chance to contribute to these. We also offer a confidential support line for staff with either financial or emotional issues. Often this is an excellent resource for those people who need a little bit of extra help from time to time. We're currently training our own mental health first aiders. It's becoming a bigger focus area in the social sciences and we want to progress in this area also. I mean, that's fantastic and such a range of um, such a range of support. I don't, I don't think I've ever come across another print, print business that's doing stuff like that. And clearly you're doing it because it's needed and, and because people want it. That just sounds, that sounds great. What people would find is this appears to, to have a cost up front, but the cost of recruiting, training and developing people, it's a solid investment. Mm. You get your retention low. Yeah, and it sounds like some of this stuff is um, kind of automated or it's online or, you know, it doesn't even have a big resource cost to it. For, for example, the thing that you're saying about Ask Tim, who's your he's your uh, CEO, CEO. Yeah. you know, that, that I guess employees wouldn't necessarily have access to him all the time other than through this. But how, how great, how simple to for both sides of that equation to operate. Sounds Sounds really inspired and inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. And on that, on that very point, with it being anonymous, often our staff will just say who they are because they'll want him to go and approach them and give them an answer. But if, if you want something you feel perhaps is controversial or you're uncomfortable with it, the fact that it's genuinely anonymous gives them the trust and, and it builds up on that culture that you can, you can say things and you, and you can change things if you, if you so want to. Yeah, no, sounds great. Sounds absolutely great. So pay is obviously really important, Neil, isn't it? How do you make sure that what you're paying is... is competitive and in line with what the rest of the industry is paying and that people are actually getting rewarded effectively? Well, there's a number of ways we do this. So firstly, we benchmark our staff salary against other employers within the area, as well as industry standards. You have to offer a competitive salary if you want to retain staff. When the cost in both time and money of training someone is high, you'd be foolish to lose staff after undertaking all of this because of an uncompetitive salary and benefits package. But recently, we've done a few financial things that help retain staff and also make them appreciate our efforts. So during the last 12 months, you'll be aware, Jay, that the energy crisis has resulted in all of us paying higher for both gas and electricity. To help our staff, we decided to give two cost of living payments, each of £500, so as to help with these costs. The staff greatly appreciated both the money and the sentiment. Yeah, I'm sure. We also brought forward our annual peer review by two months in order to give our staff a financial boost. These sort of things are greatly appreciated and contribute to commitment and low staff turnover. It's often, as you know, Jack, the smaller things that are appreciated most. When we have a period of success or something we want to celebrate, like, for example, our recent milestone of a 1,000 days without a lost time incident, we often have pizza days where we bring in 100 or so pizzas so everyone can enjoy them. Celebrating success is key to staff morale. At Christmas time, we also give staff a Christmas hamper, they enjoy an on-site Christmas lunch, 
and provide a Christmas raffle with some great free prizes. These sort of things are well received and again demonstrate our appreciation of staff across the entire workforce. Sounds great. And we're hearing a lot about, on, on the retention and recruitment issues, we're hearing quite a lot about how young people's attitude to work has changed from, say, I guess, you know, those of our generation, we're of a similar age, aren't we? You know, that they don't expect nor are looking for a job for life, which perhaps people of our age would, would have done. Is, are you finding that with, with young people, that they have a different different ideas about work? Yeah, I think you're correct on that one, Jay. I don't see any younger people expecting or looking for a job for life. And, and if you think about it, that's a perfectly logical way of looking at it. If you look at the top companies in the world now, a lot of them did not even exist 30 years ago. And then if you look at the top 30 companies in the world from 30 years ago, a lot of them either don't exist now or are a lot smaller now. So, yeah, the, the world does move on quickly. And there's some, this is something to be embraced rather than feel threatened by. To me, an employer should provide a great environment for younger people. And if they have progressed and grown to a point where they want to move on, you should celebrate it. Customer Connect's strongest advocates are often those people who have moved on because they have appreciated what's being done for them in their time here. Oh, so when they've left, they're still kind of ambassadors for the business. Absolutely. And, and we keep in touch with a lot of them, and particularly the younger ones that are going on to more professional careers. They might still come back and, and sort of consult our sort of residential resident experts, ask for advice for new things they uncover, just generally to come back and tell you how well they're doing and, and how much they appreciate it. Oh, fabulous. I mean, just you point. You made the point about businesses of thirty years ago, and you know those have gone, and new ones have sprung up, and different things. I mean, no industry probably has changed any any more or any faster than ours being in print. And I noticed that you're you're always recruiting, aren't you? But for people like IT specialists and and programmers, you know, because print is so much now, it's much less about manufacturing and with much more of a technology focus. So I'm, I'm guessing with that being the case, we're kind of, as printers, we're competing with these big technology businesses for those kind of people. How, how well placed do you think we are to compete with them? Do you think we need to reposition ourselves? How, how do you think potential employees might perceive us? Well, you're right. I think the fact that we're recruiting for IT specialists and programmers, it's very much a reflection of the evolution of our industry. And the industry can offer much to people with these skill sets. So print, in my opinion, will always have a powerful place within the marketing and customer communication mix. I just have to watch my own kids and how they interact with it. If they see a magazine with a topic they like, then they will engage with it. Also, any letters they get now makes them feel so special. And these kind of reactions I don't believe are unique to my kids. And they're what will make print powerful to future generations. So we at Customer Connect are positioning ourselves as a provider of technically advanced communication solutions that blend both digital and physical to elicit the best response. Future employees, when they see this and they notice that it requires highly skilled IT-led technical offering, they often want to be a part of it and are quite excited by it. Yeah, so it's it's up to us to kind of convince them that that it is exciting, isn't it, that it is relevant, that it's... I like what you're saying about, you know, combining digital communications with offline communications and I think we sometimes miss that we just talk about print as though it's a a manufactured output we're not doing ourselves a a service are we really well that's right Um, often particularly printers and and mailing houses will talk about what their machines are capable of and what the product is but really what you're trying to do is you're trying to elicit a response 
Mm. So what that what that communication piece does, so there's human behavioral sciences in there. There's all sorts of mechanisms that you need to use. And, and when you tell a new person who perhaps wants to go to the IT or, or data positions, just how technically complicated and how sophisticated you can make it, that excites them and they want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. So thanks so much, Neil. This has been really interesting to, to learn about the challenges you're facing, but also just you know how you're tackling them, how you're tackling them head on, really. That's pretty much all we have time for today. But before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to share? I mean, how do you think the future's looking? And if there are specific things on the horizon, some trends or or changes that you're finding within Customer Connect that our listeners might be interested in or that they should be aware of? Yes. Well, I think the industry certainly has its challenges. As you know, there's a year-on-year decline in mail volumes and price pressures from both postage and other input costs. But that said... There'll always be an, an appetite for an effective customer communication, and print, in my opinion, will continue to be a part of it. The trends are undoubtedly showing a preference for smaller print runs with increased personalization, and this will continue. But to me, it should be embraced as there are opportunities to offer higher value products and services because of it. I've also noticed that educationally, colleges and universities are focusing more on digital marketing and less on physical marketing. That means that marketers are less familiar with print. Yeah. And this will provide opportunities for specialists within our sector to flourish. I mean, it's a topic that comes up all the time, and it's one close to my heart as well, that, you know, so much focus with the marketers now is on the digital. Um, and I think it it does fall to us as people within the print industry to keep it at the fore. We do have to keep reminding these young marketers that, A, that, that it exists, and B, just how effective it is. So that's fantastic insight. Thanks so much, Neil. I guess if people want to know more about Customer Connect, they can he- head over to the website, and that's Customer Connect with a K N E C T. That's correct. Yeah. Dot co. Dot uk. Is it? And obviously, you're on LinkedIn, so they could reach you there if they wanted to explore these topics further. Yeah, it'll be an absolute pleasure. We we operate quite an open factory, so if anyone wants to talk to us or come and visit and see what we're doing in practice, if it if it might be of help to them, then we're always willing to speak to people. That's great. A great invitation. Thanks so much. So we're coming to the end of this episode. Thank you to Neil and a big thank you to to our listeners. We do hope you found value in what you've heard and that you'll check out the other podcasts in the series. You can subscribe to the Print Matters channel to be the first to hear about new episodes as they're published. And if you're interested in finding out more about the topics discussed here, please speak to your local Canon team who'll be happy to help. See you next time.